I think it's really important that people start out playing safe. So, so we the first just, one. <laughs> we want to start with. Obviously, <laughs> it's gonna be. The girls are still wearing their clothing, unfortunately. A fantasy of mine is like a gay thing. That's just hot to me. This week, uh, we have a Tara topic. We're going to talk about being... Tara topic. It's a Tara topic. Okay, <laughs> so, bitches. Love you. Wow. Tara gets lost Welcome to Sex Uninterrupted with Tara and James. I'm Tara. I'm James. And we are your sexy, swinging lifestyle hosts. We host our weekly show to empower you to explore your sexuality and learn more about consensual non-monogamy. We made a decision that we did not want to fit the societal norm when it came to relationships, dating, and sex. We wanted to open things up, so that's just what we did. Since 2013, we have explored consensual non-monogamy and have never looked back. If you're looking for more after the show, be sure to get social with us. We love being active with our followers on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Look us up by searching us up sex uninterrupted on any platform after the show be sure to visit sexuninterrupted.com slash radio show and sign up for our mailing list we will share all kinds of special offers exclusive content and updates and the smoke show this week we are smoking a strain from our penis bong from <laughs> Tilray. It is called Sensi Star. Penis. Penis bong. If you haven't seen it in our Instagram, it's probably all over. It's a multicolored in multicolored silicone penis bong. silicone penis bong. Mm-hmm. Anyways, so we are smoking Sensi Star, and it is a legendary indica strain that is renowned worldwide for its powerful full body effects and subtle cerebral invigoration. A review on Leafy, Leafly. I, I think it's Leafy because I Leafly. Think, I know because but think about it. Leafs, Leafy. I think it's Leafy. Anyways, it's Leafly. Uh, shares hits hard and gets you hard. Makes necessary <laughs> preparations for a subsequent explosive orgasm. Don't attempt to move afterwards, lest you sustain serious head injury following the sudden loss of cabin pressure <laughs> in your skull. Just lie still. When you regain consciousness, the room should have had sufficient time to right itself. <laughs> That's yeah. pretty intense. That sounds fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and now I get to sit here with two men in the room. Rock hard men. Rock hard men. <laughs> yeah, which is actually goes into... The topic of today, single males. Whenever the topic of single males come up in the lifestyle, there always seems to be questions and to some degree interest. The thought of having another man join is alluring to many, but sometimes this type of play partner can be one of the most difficult to find in the lifestyle community. Many clubs are not open to single males and finding them online can pose its challenges. And being a single male, obviously from experience, isn't exactly easy to navigate either. Some couples want hot-wifing, some couples want cuckolding, and some get upset if you think that that's what they want. So this week, uh, we are covering the topics of single males, hot-wifing, and cuckolding with our friend, who has some insight into all three. And we are going to learn more as a couple or a single and discover why you may want to give this a try. And we're going to cut to a quick commercial break. And when we come back, we're going to cut to our interview with our single male. We are a busy couple. When we aren't working on a radio show, you can find us hosting events and travel in the world. Downtime and connection is important to us. And that's why we're so happy to have a high massager in our house. The high massager is a unique personal massager that can be used fully clothed. 
It helps men and women relax amazingly fast and has the power to give women some of the most intense orgasms ever. We love decompressing in the evenings with ours and it gives us a deep and restful sleep that we need to keep our energy high. Want to get one of your own? We were able to hook our listeners up with $100 US off when you use the code SEXUNINTERRUPTED with no spaces at checkout. Go to sexuninterrupted.com slash sextoyshop to get yours today. We produce a show every week for your listening pleasure, and our show sponsors make it all possible. We truly appreciate everything they do. If you're interested in having ad space on our show, contact us at sex.uninterrupted at gmail.com. We are flexible with our ad space options and confident your message will be heard. Again, email us at sex.uninterrupted at gmail.com for more information today. We look forward to working with you. And we're back. Welcome back to Sex Interrupted with Tara and James. We have a friend uh, and single male in the lifestyle uh, in the studio. Jonathan. <laughs> You forgot my name. Uh, for a second, <laughs> you I forgot my name. Oh, for a second, no. I, I was like, I'm not helping him. Uh, uh, so I'm just going to let him flounder. I uh. thought I had it in my head, and I was like, fuck, sorry, man. My bad. That's okay. <laughs> Anyways, how are you? I'm great. I'm great. Thanks for having me. This is awesome. Yeah. Well, well, thank you for coming into the studio, which is our house. I yeah. love the studio. I love your house. This, this is great. Yeah. This is nice to do in person, too. It feels intimate. Well, yeah, and it's not like a millisecond delay that we usually experience on Skype or Zoom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. a tiny little bit of delay makes everything so bad. And better audio quality. Um, Let's hear it. And anyways, so uh, you have been in the lifestyle for... Uh, It was about four years. I started with my ex and uh, yeah, we got into it. I was a DJ for um, a a swinger event at uh, one of the old sort of... It was called the Playground, and it was near Beach Studios near in uh, Inglewood, and it was a really cool place. Tina ran it; she was great, and it was uh, it was a super fun thing. And I uh, I used to frequent a bar called um, it was called Rips, and she came in one day, and uh, I was DJing at that bar, and she was like, "Hey, come on down, and you know, would you would you be interested in DJing a party for me?" I was like, "Sure, that that sounds great." I didn't really understand what she was asking at the time. Uh, got there, set everything up, and I realized that immediately when people started walking through the door that it was a very, very interesting and unique party, one that I hadn't really <laughs> been privy to. Crowd. Yeah, no, and it was fantastic. <laughs> they were so welcoming. Everybody was so pretty. And there was a confetti cannon that blew a hole in a glass table. Oh, it was... I it heard was about that quite, story. <laughs> quite, quite the event. Well, that's awesome. So you got into that about four years ago. Yeah, about four years ago, and then... Uh, couldn't get out of it. No, couldn't get... Why would you, though? Why would you? Come on. <laughs> that's something you don't pull out of you uh, uh yeah it's uh i uh i ended up uh, ending the relationship with the girl i got into it with and uh then found myself in this role of the single male and how has that gone for you oh you know it's when you first started well, when you first started you um you would express to me before that you just didn't want to be like the creepy single guy and that's totally one of those things that's an ever-present thought when you are the single male in a swinger club Mm -hmm. like one i paid a whole bunch of money to get in here and two like your kind of i know it was a little bit self-placed all of this thing that i thought but 
there was certainly a little bit of animosity towards all of the group before I sort of got to know people and all of that sort of stuff. There wasn't really like it, it's easy for oh, and I, I I guess I'm kind of being a little sexist here, but I feel as though it's a lot easier for a woman because they're going to be approached by the other people. Well, there's a reason why they call them, they're called unicorns. Oh I man, think. and that's it. Yeah, and I'm not even sure there is really a a term for the single male manicorns. Manicorns. Mm-hmm. All right. Do you like it? I love it. Well, I think also in my experience, I've had more issues with single men and how and their etiquette and their presence with me and being very forward Um, and and women are easier for me to speak to, know my boundaries, know where we are emotionally together. And perhaps that's why... To me, that seems so alien because I feel as though I'm hyper vigilant over making sure that everybody's informed of what my intention is. Well, maybe it's not just you, though. But you also came from a lifestyle relationship. That's why I was I was going to point that that fact out. Like you're talking about. I think that if you come from the lifestyle and let's say you break up as a lifestyle Mm -hmm. couple and you get back in the lifestyle. Those things that you had in the lifestyle, those things you understood. The tools those, you learned. Yeah. You've, read, you've already read the rules. You've, yeah. You've signed the guest book. You understand what's I going suppose, on. I suppose because right. the males that I experience that with are usually very green, like vanilla, yeah. interested in it. And I'm like, yo, like this is... Never you, had a relationship. can't just send a dick pic and go like sexual no. right away. And... I don't think I've ever sent a dick pic to anybody but somebody I consider a girlfriend. Like there's... it. it I wouldn't do... Like it... I don't know. I'm incredibly forward when it comes to things like that. But again, as the single male, there is that cloud hanging over me that's like, you're a creep, you're a creep. And so I it's about educating other new single males so that I they don't so. that's the tarnish thing. the role. Get, yeah, help us, help me shed mm-hmm. the stigma of the single manicorn. Yeah. Because, Absolutely. Because like, there's a lot then, of people that think we're jerks. And But even then, it's, it's hard to find like the right vibe, the right space as a single male i remember when i was like 19 it was like i was just cruising the internet and it was like it was all about getting laid but when you start to incorporate the lifestyle nowadays it's not necessarily always all about going getting laid oh no like it's it can be sexual and arguably that's the best and primary part of it but i'm not going to say that there aren't other components that i didn't love and adore like right there were certain couples that you made those connections with there Mm -hmm. was those times that like i don't know there's 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 a certain je ne sais quoi about four people experiencing a post-orgasmic haze in the same environment. Like just that, that massive amount of testosterone and estrogen and pheromones. And it's just <laughs> like, that's pretty, that's pretty primal. Oh, it's purely primal. Yeah. It's uh, it goes deep. Ooh. So going back to feeling like there's the dark cloud hanging over your head, which I see. And, and that's why, you know, we are, we, we make sure that single males have a spot at our social and and that sort of stuff. Um, how how did you find like breaking into the lifestyle? Like what made what what made you want to go back after? I don't think you can ever go back to vanilla sex after group sex at that level. No. Like there was there was so it's just in your blood. Yeah, it's there's in your DNA. so there's so much there, and there's so much to be said about a connection that you can experience with multiple people at the same time. It's mm-hmm. fucking amazing, dude. Like what? looking looking at somebody and seeing like that crazy like my eyes are in the back of my head and my toes are curled around, and you're just like, I did that. Yeah, 
I did that. And you look over and your partner's like, you did that, man. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that's that's awesome. That's that's awesome. Well, getting to share that with somebody, but then being doing by yourself gets its own rewards too, right? Like, you, again, understanding, I think that the whole single male understanding is is that it their your your needs and wants should be expressed sorry babe well, okay. i don't know i don't no, remember that, what you were saying i was talking about single males well and the, <laughs> that helps i was talking about single males and them being the add-in and being that plus one and being the cherry on top of a like a good Sunday. So communicating your wants and needs is also going to be able to allow the couple that are there to be able to express their wants and needs. And I think that's And decide if that's and have a choice if that's what yeah. they're looking and for. So I've kind of always thought of the like the the I don't know if it's called like the the power in that situation, but I've always felt like a sex toy with a name. Or with a heartbeat, sorry, in that in those situations. Like when, As when I am the single male, when I am the manicorn with another couple. And a lot of those experiences have been with another male and female. And I've been introduced as, you know, kind of, for lack of a better term, a stunt cog. Yep. And so. Oh, okay. I see what you mean. Yeah. And so I'm not sure. I don't sure. think that's what you meant. No, I mean. He means like. If you want to like, do you want to be a stunt cock at the beginning or do you want to have a relationship or do you like talking about that stuff in the beginning with the single male? Yeah. And that, that, that was a conversation that we didn't really approach very much. Like that was, that was definitely my, like my role in those situations was defined as the stunt cock. And the more that we did that, it sort of changed the like the, it changed the the presence of the relationship between us all because we just got to know each other well that's exactly how it was when a natural I started, evolution when i started exactly the exact same way yeah see i found i was like okay so i'm gonna go meet you at a hotel if we click we go or somewhere else or i meet you at your place we have a few glasses of wine and we yeah. more beer because i never drank wine um or i came over to your house just to fuck and there was like the dynamics of like you knew your role in that aspect. You did like oh absolutely. No, you didn't talk about it. Well, it, no, I didn't. There was it was there wasn't assumed. money talking about well, what what I wanted because yeah. I already know what I wanted. I wanted to have sex with her. Right? See, and, that and that's where my... I think it's a little bit different with women and men, though. Too, I think a lot of times men are more physical about their needs, and men are more or women are more emotional. Absolutely, oh, absolutely, yeah. I'm in agreement with that. Absolutely, completely, yeah, completely. Like but, I was fitting, I was filling a sexual need. That was it. I was filling a sexual need for, uh, like, exploring my sexuality, so, exploring the different sexual aspects of what I wanted to go experience. So I think a lot of couples see that as threatening too, especially the ones that haven't worked through certain things. I'd I'd agree with that. If there's going to be a jealousy that plays out in a couple, it's the first time that they bring home another male. Yeah, that's an energy that, as a guy, if you're not ready for, mm-hmm. will absolutely knock Crush you down. You. Oh, yeah. yeah, and. That was that was one of the things that I really enjoyed in the relationship that I had with my ex. Uh, the sex was so great. And when I got to see her with other guys and I got to see other guys playing around with that, you know, those levels, like seeing her in the throes of ecstasy with anybody was a ridiculous turn on for me. And seeing, like <laughs> I'm, I'm of the firm belief that everybody wants to see everybody having sex all of the time. Like there's, and in my head, watching a live porno starring my girlfriend 
there was nothing better than that. Mm-hmm. Some people don't though. They, we do know we do know a lot of people that just don't. They start out by playing a part because they couldn't stand to see their significant other with somebody else. And the crazy part about that was the only way we could make it work is if we could be in the same room and see each other experiencing the other person. Same as us. Yeah, like it was an absolute dichotomy between because that the compersion is so or, important to you. Yeah, the, that's and, what and, the lifestyle. Is kind oh, of oh man, for it's most, a celebration most, of the other person, yeah. like of of people. Mm-hmm. For most people, well, that's the thing is seeing your significant other satisfied and fulfilled. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely, most, one of the main reasons why most people are in the lifestyle. And I'm convinced that a lot of women can find a different level of satisfaction with multiple men. Mm-hmm. So, did your I guess. Um, with you finding Lista with your partner, is that, and you're wanting to see um, her, is that where your kind of hot wifing fantasy kind of started? So I think that probably developed out of, out of that, that power, that power shift, because there's, there's a part of me that when I saw her with another man and I saw him enamored with her, it was kind of, and I don't, I don't want to come off as pompous in any way, but it was like big ups to this guy. Like, that's your woman and he's pouring himself over her. Mm-hmm. And that's like that to me is there's an that you can't fake that type of peer approval. And I'm I'm kind of a slave to that type of thing. I I, I dig peer approval. It's present in the job that I work, mm-hmm. it's present in the people that I hang out with. And they're at like when you're in the swinger lifestyle, there is definitely a need for peer approval. You mm-hmm. need to be accepted by those people. Mm-hmm. And the the like the witnessing the act of him wanting her as much as they did or as much as she enjoyed what he was giving her it was like that's transcendental like it's it's pretty like there there i don't i don't have words to tell you how much that meant Mm-hmm. So that kind of sprung the whole, um, well, now being a single male, is that what more are you looking for is the hot waving thing? I like to think of it as I, I see the, I see the look that I had in my eyes when I was watching her with the other guys mm-hmm. in the husband of the wife that I'm with. And I enjoy being that the instrument of him and his satisfaction and enjoyment of that, because there's a lot of, there's a lot of men and a lot of sort of husbands in that that really enjoy seeing their wives stimulate somebody else. And when you get to play that like that kind of stunt cocky, like he directs, he said like there's I, there's one couple that they're pretty explicit in the way that they play. And it's and it's very it's I am an implement. I'm an end effector. Like I come in and there's a glass of red wine and a beautiful pill of Cialis sitting right next to it. <laughs> and it's just like, that's, that's awesome. And I head up to the second story because they're, they've got this huge, beautiful, gorgeous house. And there she is with the dog collar on drinking her wine from a bowl. Like this is fucking hot. And he comes <laughs> out and he's, he, he looks down and you know, he asks her if she's ready for it. And he looks at me and he asks me if I think yeah, she deserves it. And then it's kind of, you go off of the way that, he's leading her and you sort of you mirror and match but it develops into that like all right like how how far are we going to take this and i i get to be his additional actor like his player too mm-hmm. oh yeah his and that's player too. You, his player too oh totally yeah. you yeah. Are, he gets to put in a quarter you you just put in a quarter and you get to play with him oh man and it's 
there and it's it's great it's great and and it's and been see ex- that's and that's what i've always wanted in a single male was to be able to be having that sort of like a connection with another guy not necessarily like a romantic connection but like a bro out connection of like a a share connection let's like let's go share this and do this together right like oh. one first off acknowledge my existence and, and then two, let's go bro out, and then let's go have sex with Tara. And I'd say, <laughs> and I'd say it was it was probably around sort of date date three that she you know went to the washroom to clean herself off, and he sort of came over and put his show and put his hand on my shoulder and was like, "I just want you to know that I appreciate the fuck out of how you make her feel." And it was like, mm-hmm. "Man, like I like that." And he's like, "Would it be okay if I called you Junior from now on?" And I was like, "That." would make me so happy be an honor so happy i'll be your junior and that's that's that term it comes across in the text every once in a while and it's like hey junior how's it going this weekend and you know it's on like and it's it's that great little thing and now we now we have that thing we've got that little that name that nickname and it's yeah it it's it's awesome it's it's a great feeling to be wanted by two people and i think that that's that's amazing because i feel like I've always I've as a single male I would love to look for a couple cuz there's no if you if can you found feel, something like that when you were well single. Then, but then you could the thing is is like if you fulfill that need imagine what other needs you could fulfill in other couples and how they would be like he's a great single male mm-hmm. great single male how many couples out there literally like share single males and it's not because if you're <laughs> really good at, at what this sort of thing, like if you figure out a way of communicating and opening up these doors to you say, what do you really want as a single male, right? What are you currently looking for? If you're looking not for like a single male, express that. But if you're looking for a single male, express what that looks like and start to talk about it with your couple. Like as a couple, look at that as a whole and start to like process this. Okay, what does that look like? Because obviously that couple that you've done that with has talked almost to a T throughout this whole thing. That's true. You know, words, strong foundation, verbal cues, nonverbal cues, all sorts of different things. So they've set that up in that way. They were both like communication masters. Right. Like that was, that was their sort of their job. And it was, and it was, it was so present in everything that they did. All of their discussions were extremely uh, like well said. It didn't feel like anybody was defending a point. They were just presenting their, like their perception of what it was. Nobody mm-hmm. was ever denied their perception or their, their reality mm-hmm. of how they perceived what was going on. And it was I like, I'm not going to lie. There was, there was some times where a little bit too much wine was drank and you know, things go a little bit crazy, but I think I don't, I'm not sure I could have fulfilled the role in the capacity that I had without the previous experience that I had in the lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Right. The cues and the way that it was defined at the very beginning was super loose like the 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 way that we got the the way that we ended up meeting each other was it was it was awesome it was so we uh i was there at a uh, at a brewery with my um with my business partner and i was just working on a bunch of code this brewery has great awesome seating and it's it's just one of those nice creative places where you can just go and sort of absorb all of the vibrations that everybody's putting out and so this hot older couple sat next to me like he chiseled her like pencil skirt just a, a little bit smaller than what you consider fishnet stockings like mm-hmm. very well put together and 
you know, ha- having a pretty classy ex, I know that the bright red bottom of shoes leads to some sort of, you know, perceived value. So it wasn't it wasn't <laughs> as if she would just thrown herself together and stumbled out of the door. And so they introduced themselves and the pleasantries were exchanged. And I mentioned I, I very made very careful mention. I said, you've got you've got an incredibly hot wife. Like I, I, I can't, I can't state it, state it enough. And she thanked me profusely. And he was like, you know, I appreciate that. Shook my hand. And, uh, we, we had a great time. They were really, they were really nice. I got absolutely no code done. We just ended up turning around and talking about the way that the world works and all the little problems and how we were going to solve them. And so he gets up to leave and he gives me his uh, business card and he's like, Hey, give me a call. Like, you know, I had a really good time. We enjoyed your company. And so I was like, yeah, no, I appreciate it. I appreciate you. Again, you've got a really, really hot wife. And <laughs> I land the emphasis on it. And like my, my business partner, who was completely vanilla, was just like, do you, you, you like, is it weird that you just kept on telling him that his wife was hot? And I was like, no, I didn't say that his wife was hot. I said that he had a hot wife. And he's like, oh, okay. I get, I, and it just it just blew past him. Uh-huh. And so, like... And so I, you can do it in front of a null. Right? I, yeah. They don't even no, know. Absolutely. Well, no. Saying hey, wait, wait, you, you have a hot wife is, again, <laughs> is it is an alternative to saying your wife is hot. I know. Right? I get it. Because you're, like, boosting the man. <laughs> okay. But anyways. anyways. So... I uh, I went back to writing the code that I wasn't writing for the last hour and a half that I spent talking to them, and my phone buzzes, and there's a picture of her in a child or in a um, in a schoolgirl outfit, bent over the counter in her living room with a mirror behind her, and a message from her husband says, "It was a pleasure meeting you. I'd agree. She is a very hot wife." And that kind of led to a torrent of text messages between us, which led to me going over to their house the very next night. Wow. And so... <laughs> it and escalated it was, quickly. It mm-hmm. escalated well, super okay, quickly. Well, okay, the people that are been in the lifestyle for a while, they understand that you don't want to be texting and messaging for a long time. You want to meet the person right away. And that's and so that's the thing. They yeah. were experienced. Well, in, yeah. in person is way better because again, you get to start to express that. And I, I, I think the definition of the relationship was that we met in person first mm-hmm. and there was no preconceived anything. Like the, the first night that I had slept with them, I'd spent an hour speaking with them and probably... 30 texts in between the three of us through a group chat that got incredibly explicit super quickly. Like as soon as that sort of came over and I, I very clearly and plainly indicated that I was on board with anything and everything that they had to offer. And being previously in the lifestyle, it kind of worked out well in your favor. And the crazy part was we didn't even talk about the lifestyle in that first initial interaction. Literally the only mention of the lifestyle in that first talk with them was the emphasis on hot wife twice. Interesting. <laughs> Fascinating. Yeah. And, is... and, and like, and I, I, I remember like being outside afterwards, like watching steam roll off my, because like, I didn't have a shirt on. And I like took out my phone and I sent a text to my buddy or to my business partner. And it was like, I'm in their backyard. He's like, who's the, the people from the brewery? And I was like, guy, I just fucked the crap out of both of like this. This was amazing. And he's like, how the fuck does that happen? I had no idea. I didn't know. Like if you ask me what the, the instigating incident was, it was literally you have a hot wife. 
bingo and, and then and then the you know the confidence to kick a door open with your dick hanging out of your pants like that was the next step that i think sort of came back to them with the right sort of assertion mm-hmm. because i came Confidence. over yeah i came over that first time he uh he sort of introduced me like to her and sort of gave me the the tour of the house and everything he's like okay i'm just going to go to notable i'm going to grab a couple of burgers we'll come back and everything will be great and I was like, okay, that's awesome. That's awesome. And so he just takes off. And so now I'm in this gorgeous house with this beautiful woman in like a super slinky skin tight uh, dress that looks like she was poured into. And she's <laughs> like, and she's wearing high heels in the house. And that's like, that's kind of one of those like, really, oh, it's a big indicator. Like, I've oh, got, yeah. yeah, I've got like this secret milf fetish <laughs> and it's, it's like the flight flashing in your face, right? Yeah, no, it's 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 just madness. And so we're up there in the uh, in her in her office, and she's sitting down in the chair, and I'm leaning against the uh, leaning against the desk, drinking a beer, and she like just sort of hangs her hangs her uh, shoe off of her foot, and like just kind of starts rubbing my cock through my pants with it, and instantly I'm rock hard. Like I didn't, I I knew this was going to happen, but I had no idea. That within five minutes of walking through the door, she would be rubbing her foot all over my cock mm-hmm. and her husband is gone. And like, okay with it. And, and like, and absolutely, as he left, he goes, anything that she wants, I, I'd prefer it if you gave it to her. And it was, it was a very clear definition, like, she's absolutely in charge. And so we were up there in the, uh, in the, in the office and she's tracing my dick with her, with her shoe and it falls off and she bends over to to pick it up and one of her beautiful like manicured her surgeon is an artist pops out of her dress and she just doesn't put it back in and so now she's sitting back on the chair with like just the bare tip of a nipple poking out <laughs> of the top of her dress and i didn't think i could get any harder i i, I guess i was wrong because now this beautiful older woman is absolutely throwing herself at me and so her legs in the chair slowly start spreading apart and she's wearing some of the fanciest underwear that i've ever seen like it was (laughs) black lace with pearls in the middle of it and Mm -hmm. it was like again pieces of art i like i i felt there was definitely a like a trepidation removing them because i didn't want to break them and this (laughs) was underwear like this was panties this was and it was like it was just it was so it's not like you could have sexual. wait fast enough to get them off, but no, but yeah. and it was, and it she tore into it, she tore into it so quickly, and it was like such a presence of that, and so I was on the ground, and I, like my pants were around my ankles, and she wouldn't let me get them all the way off, so I kind of had my legs like bound at the bottom, <laughs> like sort of impromptu, and. She was, she's blowing and she has like, she had great, <laughs> great, great skills, like unbelievable. Like, and it, it happened so quickly. And I remember looking over to the, like hearing a sound and looking over and seeing her husband standing in the doorway with this like huge shitty grin on his face. And I was like, <laughs> I've seen that look before. Like yeah. I've, I've, I Compersion. know, I Compersion. know what that guy's thinking. Like oh, I've yeah. been there before and it was that led to kind of him just watching us and her just sneaking, like slinking all over the ground. Like we were in the middle of an office and it just like onto the ground, onto like this, 
it was uh like the like the bovine rugs like the the cows spread out and it yeah. was like it was it was kind of hard against the hardwood but at the same time mm-hmm. it was like really sort of raw as well and so she continued to she continued to blow me while her husband watched and like it wasn't that very first time that he really said anything he just kind of just watched and sort of saw how everything was going and she comes down like i i finish i finish all over her like massively all over her <laughs> I, and i like i've never really considered myself like a big blower but i was impressed with the amount of sperm that i was able to put on this woman and yeah. she like she stands up she gets that coy little look in her mouth in her in her face like wipes the side of her face and like leaps up onto her onto the onto the the high heels that she's still wearing claps her hands and goes burgers and runs downstairs to clean off and so we then go downstairs to sit with her completely naked in the chair next to me him fully dressed and me fully dressed again <laughs> and i was like are are you going to put on some clothes and he like he looks me right in the eye and he goes, we will tell her when it's time to put on clothes. And it was just, it was such a dominance over that kind of thing. And it was like, well, it's a good thing. Well, this is the way that this is going right now. And so that, that time kind of like we, we fooled around a little bit more and uh, played around in their, their steam shower setup. And it was, it was glorious and glorious. And the sort of the, the sort of the second and the third time, it, yeah, it just got better and better and better. And they were they were great people, and they were able to facilitate each other's joy out of it. Like, and it was really great to see them being special. powerful together. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a special, special to see the connection. And we're gonna actually touch on some tips on how to achieve what uh, Jonathan just talked about. But we're gonna actually cut to a quick commercial break, and when we do, we're gonna actually come back and talk about some tips and stuff. You just said that. Yeah, I know. You said it twice. Oh. They're important tips. We'll be right. <laughs> we'll be right. Back. This year at Naughty and Nolan's 2019, we had an emotional moment when we were crowned king and queen of the event. NIN is one of our favorite events, and it was an honor to be involved and recognized in the community. Next year, we will be returning to hand off our crowns, and we want you to join. Come to Nadia Narlands with us July 8th to 12th, 2020, and see why we keep coming back every year. Plus, when you get tickets through us, we will send you a personal thank you email and add you to our NIN mailing list and help you prepare for NIN 2020. Visit sexuninterrupted.com slash naughty to book today. We want to say that we know it can sometimes feel lonely navigating this world of open relationships. We know that it can be difficult to find people to talk with. We know because we've been through it. And although we certainly are not therapists or licensed psychologists, we know that sometimes all you need is just somebody to talk to. We've helped hundreds of people on their journey with non-monogamy and are passionate about helping thousands more. We offer private coaching to anyone interested in opening up their relationship and reach out to us for multiple reasons. It could be that they're struggling to get out to a club and are looking for a little extra encouragement, or they may not know how to go about discussing their fantasies and desires with their partner. Visit sexuninterrupted.com slash book online to schedule your free 10-minute one-on-one session today. Welcome back to Sex Interrupted with James and... Tara! <laughs> He's laughing too hard. I was making fun of him. That was the greatest intro ever. 
Uh, okay, so we're talking about single males today because we have Jonathan in the studio with us. Hey, and I'm glad you remembered his name. We... <laughs> yeah, yeah, thanks, Tara. I appreciate that. You know, I'm good like that. She good like She's that. She's cool like that. Uh, so we wanted to go over some advice, some tips. Um, I can start. I know that James already touched on one. I think for me... Some advice for single males is get friendly with the guy too, right? Like, he, I don't want to feel like I have to be like f- having a competition going on. Like, that is the most stressful thing. I just want them to get along in the bedroom and out of the bedroom. The guy is like, I I love the relationships that I have with the dudes in the relationships that I'm a member of. And there's, if you do it right. There isn't a tighter bond than two guys can share than being in the same hole. Like, <laughs> well, I, don't, I don't want to be coarse. But. Well, and and the bonds that you share with like being able to share your significant other, like for how long has it been one man, one woman, right? And so that purpose of like just even looking at the singularity of that, but, but being able to f- share that yeah. with a, a single male allows people to dive into a deeper depth of another couple and that strong foundation going after the male and well i'm not going after the male but talking to the male first and getting in with the male i always find it's like i find that like i would i guess i would kibosh a male if it didn't approach me i've if it didn't if he (laughs) didn't didn't approach approach you here's here's the thing though i like i'm I'm a pretty personable guy and I normally start conversations with people, but I don't think outside of the story that I just, uh, that I just recounted that I've ever approached or picked up a couple. I've always been approached or picked up by the couple. Mm -hmm. And there's been times where it's been the girl that's done it. And there's been times where it's been the guy that's done it. So what sort of vibes do you think that you give off? What sort of things do you think you do that attracts a couple to you? I think it's my long wavy hair. I like the long wavy hair. It's it's very (laughs) (laughs) non-confrontational. And I'm pretty sure most of the guys could take me. So if things went wrong. (laughs) (laughs) So you're... I'd say it's, it's, it's just being confident about yourself and... Because, as I expressed earlier, I'm so hypervigilant about not being a creep. I feel as though I'm ultra respectful of people. I'll always ask her first and then ask the guy afterwards. And I was introduced to that technique from couples where I would ask the guy first. Because as a guy, I kind of felt mm-hmm. like I would like to be asked permission before this guy like touches my wife. And the girl looks at me and goes... You don't need to ask his permission to touch me. And I was like, you know what? That's absolutely right. And if there's one sort of tip that I could give right away, it would be ask the woman first and immediately follow up and ask the guy in yes. front of the woman so that yes. he appreciates that you're not treating or she appreciates that you're not treating her as his property. Exactly. And he's he's being acknowledged and then ask that similar level of permission because you as the single male in a relationship with two other people run the risk of pissing off both people. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. And that's a very, very scary line. Okay. So what happens if you're like in a club, one of the, one of the few clubs maybe that allows single males, how, 
would you not be the creepy guy in the corner? Well, I think you make, that you make friends with a bartender. You find somebody mm. that's aside. You find a unicorn. And unicorns and manicorns, they meet each other at the bar. Like, there's almost kind of a, like a, a weird sort of vibe because regardless of the sex, the single person is after the same people. But like, like you, you're you, you when you're in a bar, I'm only against guys. When I'm in a swing club, I'm also against the guys, and I'm also against or the single guys. But I'm also against the single girls and couples and couples. So <laughs> there are three to, and the couples, and it just seems like couples and females jive really, really well. And so for the guys, you make friends with somebody, and if you can make it so that people see you talking to other people mm. you begin to shed that creepy vibe that I was you're worried about putting just out. about to say you already mentioned it earlier it's the fact that you can have a conversation with anybody it's not the fact that you're going to come across as the guy who's like i'm here to have sex if you can have a conversation with somebody True. anybody again like you just said if you, you look might not like even you're talking have sex with them but no yeah. but just, just even get having, talking with people just talk oh, for with them. sure for uh, sure like find something that you have potentially a common interest in and the best part is when you're talking to somebody and one of their friends walks by they grab them on the ass or they give them a kiss and there's the introduction because they're like well oh, who's hey. this doll drink a water yeah and so it, 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 it's 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 a a wonderful way. You, the pure approval. It's the thing that I harp on earlier. Like mm -hmm. I seek that. And in those environments, when you are the odd man out, you need that pure approval to be accepted by the pack because swinger clubs and swinger groups are, they're clicky. Mm -hmm. They can Very be. Clicky. They can be. They're not always that I've, way. I've, Most... I've always felt in Calgary a clickiness in, in, in the swinger clubs. Like when you go to the clubs, there's very well-defined groups of people that they definitely mingle well, for sure. They're, like, they're the regulars. They're Those are the people open. that are always going to be there, that are always going to see the same faces, that are always going to be there. They're just the, there are people that just have that Friday, Saturday sort of thing where they're going to go to the clubs every weekend. And I... Hey man, if we could afford it, we would go. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like I, I'm not gonna lie, if if we if we could go to a club every weekend and afford it, we could. But you know, some guy, some people work there and they also get extra deals. But those are the people that are always there, and of course they're gonna have clicks because they're gonna be there all the time. This is true. This is true. I, I yeah, that's I I feel as though there is like that's the swinger lifestyle in its entirety. Sorry, we need to digress because this is getting off topic. Off here. topic, yes. Fair enough. Reverse. We can cut True that enough. off. But... <laughs> okay, but yes. So, so, yes, good points with, with single males. Conversation is key. Don't just stand there. Try and spark up conversation yep. with people. If you're not talking to somebody and you're the single male standing in a swinger club, you are the creepy guy. Yeah. Yeah, don't, yeah <laughs> always uh, try what to... What online? Have you had much experience online? No, God, no. Isn't the online filled with bots and... And crazy people. I, I don't know. I know a lot of people are on Tinder and the well, dating sites. I don't know. Again, to me, Tinder was just one of those places where you met somebody and they said, I'm not looking for a hookup, but they were absolutely looking for a hookup. I find that the one thing about the online game is, is like... And it's superficial. It's so superficial one. It starts off superficial because, again, you, you end up going highway proportionate. If you don't find them attractive online, it's like you're not going to read their profile if you don't find them attractive. You look at the pictures first before you actually start reading who they're about. Absolutely. But let alone, I always find, like, you get to know somebody way better in person. Oh, so, 
get off get off, get offline as a single male and go to clubs because people want to go, go to, to clubs though. Okay, but go to socials, so go options? to go to our socials, go to places like where they have single males available and you can meet people because again, the more you put yourself out there, the more likelihood that there is going to be a couple out there that is attracted or wants you there with them. There are a lot of online services that aren't online dating services too. And I think that's another big thing. Like just paying attention to events that are around like the SU crew, you do a great job of promoting all of that sort of stuff. And I think that if you do the right sort of, if, if, if you research it and if you search properly, and I'd recommend starting with Sex Uninterrupted as your search term if you wanted to get into something like that, because you guys have a lot of really great resources. But if that's not your geographic area, I, I can't help but think that the right search term in Google will yield you swinger groups that will go out to a club and have their mixer nights like you guys do. Like So spending your time online is probably not best used. Yeah, I, online well, is a great place for hookups. I do want to say okay. that there is one thing. Yes, if hookups. So then if we're talking about like cuckolding and hot wifing, that is like technically... Like a certain fetish. Like those are certain you fetishes that are... You might be able to find are... that in this, on like... Uh, what's Fet, that? Life. Fet life. Yes, Fet life. Yes, yes, yes. Fet life right. is big in Canada. So, mm-hmm. and again... Those sort of websites are understanding that you are the cherry on the Sunday. You're the and I always this is your role. Tara doesn't There's, like Tara doesn't like defined. me to say this. Yep. I like to say you're a tool. Well, but, it's role oh, defined. I, I, I refer to myself as a sex toy with a heartbeat. Right, exactly. I am a tool. Use me. But the yes, but the cuckolding and hotwifing to find those specific niches, you have to find websites that are dedicated to that. Like Fet very Life good and, point. Or you put and, yourself out there and you luck out. That's that's one of the other things as well. <laughs> I, I think I, if you're I looking, need I need to make sure that everybody understands that I am a hypersexual being. Like I talk about sex with almost everybody. Yes, and I can't. <laughs> yes, like, he does. I I put off I put off a very sexual vibe, and I think that that's something that if you're into that sort of thing you're going to pick up on and if you're truly in it for the right reasons you're going to put out that vibe oh 100% going to put out that vibe it, it's it's a I, as I said, if you're having the conversations and you're doing the things, find the websites that work for you, your fetishes. Because um, like my experiencing with cuckolding is um, you as a single male, you can be the the – perfect cherry on this couple because again you're coming there she's in control she's telling the the man what to do you get to go just get to have sex with the woman like or and she gets to direct pretty much so there's a, also a fetish there if you like getting told what to do because she's already telling her husband what to do like cuckolding yes that's yes. cuckolding that's what i'm which trying which you to have get more at. experience yes. with well, it's because I had a couple experiences, but I didn't know what it was. I didn't know there was a name for cuckolding. It wasn't until and and for you, online was how you found. I that just found specific out about cuckqueening. What's that? That's where the girl cuckolds herself and like gets off on watching the dude fuck another woman. Oh, cuck queen oh. and cuck cakes. Hmm. Yeah, but you can't put you. Can you put a vagina in a CB? You guess you can put like a it's not like the locking panties on it, but you couldn't put a vagina in a CBT. You can't control no, our. But these these girls pleasure. do a very these these girls do a very good job of restricting their involvement, and it's it, it's crazy. It's gonna interesting. I, interesting. I'm, I'm gonna show you, Jamie. Pull well, that up. Yeah, <laughs> seriously, Jonathan, pull that up. Um, but no, seriously, that that the the one thing about like cuckolding for me was. 
I think be clear about that. This is the, this is what's happening. Cause again, I wasn't, nobody was clear with me about that. This guy was not going to participate. Cause I was always of a, a firm believer of, I want the other guy to participate. Team player. High five, <laughs> yeah. Eiffel Tower, the whole yeah. thing, like this, the high five in the, you go get him. And then and like most the, times they the sat in the corner. Oh, and this man, one guy literally on just sat there and I was like, okay, you can come over here, man. And he just lied on the bed beside us and just kind of yeah. like, and then was like completely flaccid the whole time and like didn't get hard. And I think she was like trying to make sure that he didn't get hard, but there's a there humiliation. Was... Some, some ladies like, and some couples definitely play that humiliation side, but and nobody that's... fucking told me, <laughs> that, that but this comes with the experience. Come. This yeah. comes with you having experience, understanding what the lifestyle was and, I was able and you not even cues. knowing what the lifestyle yeah. was, what which is why, is why we are doing what we do on sex uninterrupted is so that people have better experiences during sex like jonathan did rather than being 19 year old james 19 year old james fucking some advice so asking the guy to come on the bed it's it's information insemination that's what we're doing yeah we are literally giving people advice as much as we can and and we hope that like you guys can especially as single males can find a good reach out like james does coaching and he's really really good at this and he enjoys working with the single males and helping I really them out. Want, but I want to because I feel like there is an, an absolute need, a need for single men to understand if you're coming in cold turkey is what I'm trying to get at. The guys that are coming in cold turkey, people that have been Cold in turkey? With a lack of experience. Well, <laughs> I guess, yeah. But no, people that are coming in completely fresh, completely new to yeah. lifestyle. Green. Completely under- green. Understanding that there are little idiosyncrasy rules or little etiquette tips. Oh. There's little things that you can do as a single male or that could literally exponentially grow your lifestyle experience yeah. and Absolutely. grow mm-hmm. it quickly. You can, because again, if you understand the little rules and you're really good with communicating and breaking things down, like even with cuckolding and, and hot wiping and conversation and practice, you will get ahead. You will get far. You will Gain the trust of other couples who will bring other couples to you and they will talk about you. It is a fundamental thing in the lifestyle that everybody talks and it's a great thing. But I think we're going to actually cut to a quick commercial break. And when we come back, we're going to actually talk about our IG questions that we had for single males, hot wifing, cuckolding, and all this fun stuff that we're talking about. So stay tuned after a quick commercial break. Have you ever heard of SDC.com? It is a site that is open-minded and hosts an educational platform and a dating platform. They also have pretty sick events. We like to use the site for Young Swinger Week prep groups, and they have tons of other sweet groups you can join. Check it out today and use the promo code 32473 when you sign up. Travel, events, parties, and clubs are a huge part of the lifestyle. It's how you connect with the community but sometimes it can be hard to find out what's going on, especially when you're traveling and don't know what's out there. That's where Cassidy comes in. If you're looking to attend club events, meetups, resort takeovers, hotel takeovers, you name it, Cassidy makes it so easy to search. We also like the fact that you can post your travel calendar or rendezvous so people can see if you're visiting their city or if they're feeling frisky. So go to Cassidy.com, K-A-S, IDIE.com and use the code AZSEXY, A-Z-S-E-X-Y, for a free 30 day elite membership today. 
And we're back with the Sex Uninterrupted Show with Tara and James. I am James. Uh, we are with our friend Jonathan and my co-host, Tara. <laughs> Did, Did you, you forget, forget my name? her name too? No. no, he's waiting for me to say it. <laughs> I was just waiting for her to fill in the words, but she just didn't want to fill it in. But I was anyways. letting him go with it. Anyways, welcome back. Uh, we are talking about single males, cuckolding, hot wifing, and we have some IG questions. Uh, Tara is so good on the IG. Yeah, well, it's not me. It's people who actually answer. So yes. Thank you, IG followers who answer for our show. I do appreciate that. Which is sex. Uninterrupted. You make a whole segment for us, and it's good content because it's obviously questions that you guys have. Sex. Uninterrupted. Instagram. Yes. Instagram. Instagram. Question number one. What are your tips for finding a good guy for hot wifing? Talk oh, so to other place. people. Yeah, talk and, and don't be scared to talk to single males in clubs and stuff too. Like, And do, because we're dying for you to come over and talk to us. Yeah, like if you see them at events, like go talk to them. Um, online, as soon as you start talking to a guy and you feel a connection, get a meetup right away. That's that. That's the other thing, yeah. Too long of an online experience will only seek to destroy women. Yeah, go play yeah. pool. Go play darts. And, and, and say it doesn't like, have to be play. Say we just want to meet for a vanilla date. Yeah. See if we jive. And like, yeah, play pool I think is a really good one. Because right? it's well, like it's something just, to do and you're moving around. but And it's, and it's also sexy. And it's yeah. kind of sexy. <laughs> and I'm, bending I'm, I'm, over. I'm great at pool too. <laughs> Me so too. It's like you, you got to pull back a little bit to let him sink a few. And you're just like, ugh. I suck at it. I suck all the balls. I always get far too drunk playing pool. But anyways, we're getting off topic again. (laughs) Um, But yes, talk to other people though. And that's another big thing. Talk to other people because they will share. They will share their good male stories. We've said it again and we'll say it over, over and over and over again. But yes, like literally share with other share what you want with other people and potentially they know somebody that was looking for that and they express that and they were like well we're not interested and they're like oh i can put you in touch with these people (laughs) that's right it's all about networking matchmaker totally okay question two i want to try it but i'm not sure about her how do i find out if she would like to try it you give like you ask her yeah it's not necessarily a pass but you tell her like you ask her if that would be something that she's interested in and then you just let her do it like a girl can pick up a guy with very little effort on her behalf yeah or do some research and see if she has absolutely no idea what you're proposing maybe come prepared with some research and say hey i found this site sexuninterrupted.com and i was and i was curious like do you think this is something you'd want to explore with me and just open up the dialogue introduce it in dirty talk because then you can just be like you know what i was i was off i was offside and if it comes right you introduce it again and then maybe you're laying in bed post-orgasmic haze is worn off a little bit of the sweat stripped away and you're just like so I just want to see a cock in your mouth, like while you're fucking her or something. Right. And see and what she says. Yeah, and just yeah. And if she's and like, be like, oh, sorry, that what? slipped out. Yeah, and mo- like I, I haven't, I haven't had a negative experience with that. <laughs> Women get turned on like that, that, that level of carnal, like that's there's there's a level to that. But another another touch on point with this whole thing is after the sexual experience, bring up that you said it acknowledge that you said it yes and yes. so that they can figure out whether or not they're actually interested good in idea. that yes, or not James, right? good follow-up drop it a couple of times in that regard before you do the straight 
question answer period because if she's into it i have a feeling that a couple of like a couple of iterations like that and then maybe the presentation of you know i just want you to know that i really enjoyed our dirty talk last night like that was really really Mm. hot and then there's no sort of weight on it and if I'm, i'm pretty sure that if you're in a relationship with somebody that you consider beginning to be interested in that that's a big enough of a segue for them to be like so because you've thrown it all out there. Mm-hmm. Well, and one big thing that also that you can touch on with that is is that you can start presenting it like in a non-aggressive way of like saying that like I would love to maybe hear about you with another man, Did, right? Instead a- of or like, you know, instead of I want to see you right here with it, like I would love to hear about you going off and like dating another man like, or Like don't make it as intimidating. Yeah. yeah, yeah like yeah. so it would be soften it. Like yeah, well, put, put, again, women need that blush on it. right, yeah. but Right, but soften the blow so it's not like, hey, I want to see you with two dicks inside you or three airtight, airtight, right? Like, again, that can come across as like, oh, shit, no. Oh, for sure. No, you never want her to feel like pressured into anything in any regard. Right. Okay, next question. We kind of went over this already, so I, I don't know. How do we find the right guy for... Male, male, female threesome. My husband and I are interested in trying it. Prepare, but prepare for the single guy. Prepare for the perfect one. What does that look like? Do discuss it. Discuss that specific thing. What does a perfect single guy look like to you guys? Legit, as an adult, I have found so much comfort and 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 utility in creating a pro con column. Things I'm looking for. Things I'm trying to avoid. Things I put value in, things that I definitely don't want any That's part good of. Idea. And right. when you realize, when you do that as a couple, you're aligning what your expectations and what your needs and what your wants are. Yes, and then start putting them on levels of like importance. If looks are high importance, put that up there higher on the list. Start understanding and leveling them as an importance so that you can start getting a picture of what your perfect single guy looks like. And then scale back from there to understand that you might not be able to find the perfect one, but you can find somebody that maybe fits. You at least have an idea. Five out of ten categories or seven out of ten categories. That being said as well, the other person has the right of veto. Oh, yes. We and all it, have the and right. That, and that's that's the great, that's the best part because if you're not feeling it with the other guy, you need to make sure that that in no way, shape, or form is a judgment on your partner. But it's it's this this just isn't going to work because there's been situations where the girls come over to me, pick me up, we pin it off, we've gone back to the table, and it's just like there's nothing here. <laughs> We're in completely different industries. You've got a different vibe, and it's normally people that I kind of that I feel that are almost the same as me. Mm. The, like the the same the same person that I am, the gregarious, the outgoing, the you know, the boisterous, the the people that I connect with and that I mesh with, I don't feel as though they are those people. There are there's always confidence because you know, spare like mids no words, you're sharing your wife. Like that's or you're sharing your husband in the cuck queening type. Right. Deal. Not, like think about that on a level, but right? that's big. Huge. So, huge. Appreciation. Right. Again, respect. showing respect mm-hmm. and appreciation for one another and having that across all boundaries and yeah. pure communication. You will find the perfect single male for the right MMF threesome because if and you if ha- you're talking mmf in the style of also buy sorry i didn't mean to cut you off yeah, but no, like no. in the style of buy like the mmf style right 
again, express that if you're looking for a male and you're a male that you're bi, express that. Hey, by the way, I'm bisexual. I would have no problem if a single male said that they – if I was bisexual and a single male said, well, I didn't want to play with you. If I was a single male, I would play with a couple if even if the guy was bi. Because I'm, mm-hmm. I'm like, again – Oh, there's nothing gay about sharing a hole. Like right. that's like that's that's it's just it's a you know we like, need to that's get not over a, that. that shouldn't be a deal breaker. Right. Anyways, we digress. Yes. On to question four. I always wanted to be the bull, not the cuck. Why do men cuck? It's a it's a definite power exchange. It's a one of those TPEs, total power exchange. Um, it's a full power exchange of giving up control because you no longer have control. It's a DS relationship. Yeah, it's okay. a very DS relationship. And it's and it's it's one of those things. It's like what I said earlier. It's watching a live porno with somebody that you love starring. And a lot of times, the reason we have fetishes is some sort of psychological thing that happened oh, to us as children. For sure. And so a lot of times men who are, you know, in the want to be cucked are have some sort of psychological thing that happened to, as a child that put them in that position of wanting that sort of attention and fetish to be satisfied as adults. And as I was as when I as I was a kid, I definitely needed that peer approval. And as I like as I said earlier, I can't think of a higher level of peer approval than a guy doing everything he can to make your woman come. Right. Yes. Yeah. I I feel that you know, I, I, I always wanted to be the bull. I never wanted to be the cuck because I don't think I've ever wanted to be in that position. But that's just because that's never been my thing. There are some people that have completely different fetishes. There are people that like to stick meat hooks through the back fat of their thing and get suspended by a roof. For me, couldn't understand that to save my fucking life. But there are people out there that like that shit. And you know what? Awesome. Go get them. Do it. Do all that stuff. Because again, there's so many different people in the lifestyle. There's so many different people in this world that have different fetishes, different kinks, different things. You just got to start talking about them. And guess what? Some people might actually come into their fetishes by realizing of a past trauma or a past thing that just came up in conversation. You're like, hey, have you ever thought about maybe getting into a CBT, which is a cock and ball torture device, which doesn't allow you to get a heart on. Have you ever thought about that? No. Like, never come across my mind, but maybe I'd be into it. You never know. Anyways, I think that's all we have for for questions. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for ending that with... Cock ball torture. Yeah. What? No, we have a few more questions. No. Really? Well, we kind of answered them. That's why. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah, we kind of covered it already. We would just be repeating ourselves. Okay. But anyways, Jonathan, thank you so much for joining us in the studio today. Thank you so much for having me. This was awesome. And I like I realized that one of the reasons that I'm such a good bull is because I'm a good cuck. When I was in the relationship with my ex, I absolutely filled that role. And it wasn't until these conversations that we just had now that I realized that I was that I enjoy being a cuck in a relationship with a woman and I enjoy being the bull on the other side of it and I I absolutely appreciate the dichotomy between the two roles and I'm I'm just kind of coming to terms with that right now I like to call it versatile but yeah (laughs) no it's it like that's absolutely why I think I'm good at being the manicorn or the bull in those situations because Mm -hmm. I am the cuck when I can be Yes. Realizations. 
Just blow my mind. <laughs> Woo! Well, we're hoping you blow in the Sucru's mind. So thank you guys for listening all the way I'll to the end. I'll blow anything the Sucru has for me. <laughs> <laughs> well, but thanks to the Sucru for listening all the way to the end. We will be having another episode next Friday. It'll be airing at three, 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern. 3 p.m. Mountain. That's the one. <laughs> <laughs> and until next time. Keep it sexy.